received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Featuring Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to UFC 273 version of the Gamblu Bout Business Podcast. We are in April, and there's a few orders of business to take care of and always our first order is to thank the many fight passionates that are covering the globe listening to our humble little podcast i can't tell you how much we appreciate you listening the fight passionates are also fight business people and you know that really this is all business tracking to the penny and so with a week off we enter refreshed we also enter off of a completed first quarter 2022 results 28 and 34 plus 2.98 units a five percent roi last few cars we were stubbing our toe around one or two percent 5% won't get us rich, but it does drive home the fact that this isn't easy beating these makers. Uh, They're good at what they do. We just have to be better. And 5% is acceptable for the first quarter, especially in lieu of the fact that favorites have realized a 72-34-2 result. That's a smooth 67%. That's, That's probably three or four ticks higher than what they normally run each year. So despite the high amount of favorites, we're still managing to manufacture some dollars, and that's what we're going to continue to do as we focus forward. Now, let's just recap our future wagers, one of which we lose recently when Imavov was unable to get visa clearance to get to the States to fight Kelvin Gastelum. So that fight comes off. Uh, Gastelum now was replaced, then got injured. So who knows where we stand with that mismatch, but that's one we didn't want to lose. The ones that we have remaining are both numbered events. The next UFC pay-per-view 274, which is May 7th here in Phoenix, We have Oliveira minus 150. He's clearly minus 160 or so. Had that fight continued in Brazil, I think we would have realized some more growth. We may not in Phoenix, but that's still a fair number. I don't care where those guys fight. I think Oliveira is the rightful favorite there. And then the following month, on June 11th, Yuri Prochaska is going to try and take the belt from Glover Teixeira. We have Prochaska minus 180 in that fight. So now the business is summarized. 
our futures have been set up and it's time to focus directly on 273. With that in mind, let's move right into round one. So our first fight, round one, we will land in the set of prelims after the early prelims. The first fight on that card, which begins at 5 p.m. Pacific, Mike Mallett, Mickey Gall, these guys are welterweights, and Mallett, a debuting fighter, Canadian kid who's been quite uneven in his career. He has a loss against Hakim Dawadu in 2014, but since then he's been hardly fighting. One would think he's been developing. His last two fights were submission wins, and in this fight, he's going to be a slider man giving an inch of reach and height away to a guy in Mickey Gall fighting out of Sanford that comes from a strong gym. He's more seasoned than Mallott. And what I mean by that is Mallott's in his debut. And while he opens a minus 160 favorite to Gall, it's Gall that has the UFC experience. It's Gall that's had to come through the UFC without any real academic or early experience. He's been schooled in the UFC, and he's been in the school of hard knocks. Gall's level of competition is stronger, his experience deeper. I love the gym that he's transferred to a couple fights back. It's helping him develop because he's in there with 60 other killers at Sanford MMA. I think this is a really good position for Gall. The fact he's lined as an underdog and such a big underdog is surprising. Mallet opens minus 160 and he's minus 180. So there is unknown with Mallet with me. I do believe he's had to have evolved since his season, his recent records have indicated. But I don't know how he's going to sub Mickey Gall, and I think Mickey Gall's just going to be too big, too much, too experienced. Let's start round one with a half a unit play on Mickey Gall, currently plus 170. And now let's move right into round two. Round two happens to be the absolute next fight on that preliminary card. And we're going to go to the ladies for an interesting fight at Bantamweight. Rocky Pennington, who opened minus 155, taking on Aspen Ladd, opens plus 135. Uh, Pennington, uh, an inch taller, got an inch of reach, but she's six years older. And to me, Pennington, with a good solid wrestling base, showed very, very well in her last fight against Macy Chason. And I think there's some of that recency feeding into this fight. For her opponent, Aspen Ladd, whose last fight was at 145 against a gal named Landisbury, Ladd looked sluggish and poor, and she's had a history of really struggling to make 135. Well, this morning on the scale, 
Lad made 135 and looked relieved when she did, but she also looked upbeat and fired up. Aspen Lad is a mean woman. She fights with aggression and a chip, and she has great cardio. I think this is a bad spot for Pennington, who's been taken down by other fighters with less grappling ability than Lad. I think Lad is going to display that she's in a position now at 135 her natural weight to really show who she is and she's getting a, an opponent I think that could be made for her. Currently Aspen Ladd plus 155 to 160. We'll take a half a unit on Ladd plus 160. We'll also take a half a unit Ladd via the decision. That's plus 250 for a half a unit. So we have one full unit on Lad straight up as well via decision plus 250. That's round two. Now let's move in to round three. Round three marks the first fight of five main event fights. And this is going to be a doozy. At the lightweight limit 155, Mark O. Madsen an Olympic silver medalist from Denmark is going to take on the United States, Vince Pichel. Uh, interesting in this fight, these guys are seasoned guys. Pichel, 39. Madsen, I'm a few months away from 38. What sticks out to me here, Pichel opened minus 150. I think a fair 150 because it's Pichel that's probably been in with the better set of competition. He's got more UFC experience, 10 and 2 record. He's two inches the taller man, though he's two inches older at 39. That's mature for fighters, unless you're a heavyweight. Marco Madsen has about three UFC fights, a couple of really impressive wins. His last, however, uh, his last two are the ones that concern me. They have a like opponent in uh, Hubbard, Pichel dominated. And Marco Madsen dominated Hubbard in the first round. In the second round, won a, a close round, but was gassed in the third. The key with Madsen is that he's singularly dimensioned and he's not fluid with his striking or strike defense whatsoever. And we saw that in his last fight against Clay Guida because he realized how bad he gassed against Hubbard. And the last thing he was going to do was go in there and wrestle at 37, 38 years old with Clay Guida, who's a buzzsaw. He knew he had to conserve his energy, so he stood, and he looked sluggish and awkward, and he won a close decision that many think he really didn't win. All that being said, I think Madsen is just too singularly dimensioned for Pichel, who's a guy whose last fight was years ago, and it was against Gregor Gillespie, who is a world-class wrestler. It's irked Pichel that he lost that fight when he did, and now he gets a chance to redeem himself against this wrestler. I think he's going to be more than prepared. Pichel is currently lined minus 120. Remember, he opened minus 150. I love the value in Pichel, and he's going to be the first leg of a parlay. The second part of round three's parlay goes all the way to Burns and comes out Chimaya fight. In this fight, 
we have great intrigue. Gil Burns, vastly experienced, probably the best grappler in the UFC today, now that Damian Maya is out. He's got a history really of being a 155 pound fighter. This is a welterweight fight, 170. Gil Burns spent a lot of time at 55. He's had good success at 170. And in his last fight, outclassed Stevie Wonderboy Thompson. The fight before that rocked Usman before he got dominated. It's the fight with Wonderboy that really we will key in on. For Wonderboy is long and lanky like Kamzat Chimaev. However, that's as far as we can liken those two fighters. In Chimaev, you got this buzzsaw who really fights between 170 and 185, and that's because he's growing out of 170 quickly. He made weight easily today, looks totally motivated, but this is a kid in the future that's going to fight and compete mostly at 185 and 205. We'll see him now at 170 till he grows out of this body type. He's unbelievably fast. He's unbelievably powerful. He's aggressive. He's got cardio for days. And yet with all the skills and tools, we haven't seen a lot from him. So we haven't seen somebody be able to kick him in the, it right in the teeth with a flush shin. We haven't seen somebody be able to elbow him right in the temple or just give him a flush hook right on the chin. So there's a lot of unknown with Chimeyev. And while I wanna like Burns in this spot, the difference in size for Chimeyev and the difference in speed, I think, is going to be noticeable in this fight. And in a sense, we will be taking Gil Burns because the second part of the parlay to Pichel minus 120 is going to be that this fight starts round two minus 160 minus 170. Now, that's got to be a DraftKings or fan duel type of a play. For those of you that don't have that, the second half of the parlay will have to stand at over one and a half. I'm okay with that. I think that Gil Burns' abilities are to an extent getting disrespected, but I don't think they're disrespected in the form that he can win this fight. I do think they're disrespected in the manifestation that Burns is going to put up a good fight, use all his experience. He is a strong guy with power, and he's good on the ground. And I think this fight can get into the late second and third round before Gil realizes this kid's just got too much. So our round three position is Vince Pichel minus 120 teamed with Chimeyev Burns fight starts round two, and that's minus 160, minus 170. A one-unit investment there returns 1.98 units, almost a full two units. So before we segue into round four, let's hear from our partners at Manscaped. This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LOO. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site-wide. 
worldwide. Plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code 20Lou. Now let's roll right into round four. Round four is a position that I released early in the week. This fight is also on the main card. Tisha Torres against Mackenzie Dern. These ladies are fighting at 115, which is the ladies' strawweight division. Uh, Torres kind of undersized for the division to begin with. Open minus 145 to, to Dern, plus 125. To be honest, when that price came out, I was a little—I was a little surprised, maybe more than a little surprised—that Dern was not getting the respect I think that she was due. In fact, I almost thought that that should almost be Dern the slight favorite. As the week went on, or I should say, as days rolled on, we got to Monday or Tuesday. Uh, the price on Dern was quickly moving away, and at that point in time, I released it on Twitter: Dern plus. 110. So from early in the week, we've owned Dern plus 110. And I really kind of released that on instinct and feel alone. As the week rolled on and I peeled the onion back deeper into the fight, I, I began to get a little tepid with my position on Dern. And here's why. Torres is undersized for the division. Yes. But what she does have in spades is speed, footwork, uh, a striking advantage should this stay on the feet, and all fights stay on the feet. And she also has a wrestling advantage here, and that's really big because Dern, for her pedigree, she's the more gifted, classed Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialist. She's won trophies and world championships, been in competition since she was a kid. So she's the more pedigreed athlete. She's got size, three inches she'll be taller than Torres. She's three years younger and she's going to have three inch reach advantage, arms and legs, but she doesn't have a lick of wrestling in her. And that's what that matchup, Torres' speed and ability to fend the takedown off as opposed to Dern's ability to get the takedown was my biggest concern as we headed into midweek. However, as I did more research and we realized that Dern with a bad knee in her last fight was able to get Marina Rodriguez down, a, a really large, lanky, gifted top athlete within the division, I began to get comfortable with my Dern position again. So I've gone a long way in saying that I think Dern plus 110, now she is currently priced at minus 110, minus 120. So you have to pay a little different price on her than what we released early if you didn't get in on that. But I still think that's the side. I think she's the more talented, gifted athlete. She's been in with better because I do regard Jandaroba and Rodriguez, even Ribas, as higher gifted, more more complete athletes than Angela Hill and Sam Hughes, who, who is uh, Torres' last few opponents. Round four, Dern, anywhere from minus 110 today to plus 110 if you got it earlier in the week. And with that, we'll move into the final round of the day, round five. Round five, championship fight in the featherweight division, Alexander Volkanovsky against Chan Sung Jung. But the Korean zombies, how we'll call him. Aussie against South Korean, great fight. Zombie. Taller, a little bit longer, 
really a complete machine of a fighting athlete. He's gifted in almost every battle or wrestling, judo, taekwondo art available. That said, the zombie's now almost 36 years old. He's got wear and tear on him. He interrupted his career for a couple year stint in Korea's military, which to me displays a guy's maturity. The guy's totally together. He, he's really an amazing human. However, at 36 years old and fighting at 145, it's my opinion that his best days are behind him. Sure, he looked great in his last fight against Dan Ige, but Ige is not who I regard as anywhere near the kind of competition Volkanovski has faced. In fact, when the Korean Zombie did face somebody of Volkanovski's ilk, it was Brian Ortega, and Brian Ortega dominated the Zombie standing. Ortega is not known to be a striker. Meanwhile, though MMA math doesn't always equate, Volkanovski beat Brian Ortega to a bloody pulp. This kid Volkanovski, he's in his prime. He used to play rugby at 205. He weighed in today, 145. He'll, he'll step in that octagon tomorrow at almost a buck 70, if not. He dominated Ortega before that, two Holloway wins, each of which I believe he earned and won. Before that, Jose Aldo. This is an easy one. It's how we going to find a way to take Volkanovski, who opened minus 425 and he's now minus 700. How the heck are we going to figure out a way to get that into positive money? And uh, we did that early in the week, and it's still probably my fav favorite position of the week, and it's getting relatively overlooked, which I think is great, and that's this. This is a five-round fight, and while the zombie's willing, this is also his last go-round. And fighting here in Phoenix, training here in Phoenix at Fight Ready. At 36, this is his last chance at the championship. Meanwhile, this kid Volkanovski's fought every killer they've put in front of him. And really, this fight was put together because Holloway couldn't face him the third time because of injury. Volkanovski had some input on who his opponent was. I think the zombie is made for Volkanovski. And for that reason... Round five's release, Alexander Volkanovsky inside the distance, plus 175. I, I really think that's a great opportunity to take a legitimate favorite in Volkanovsky and get him as a motivated man who, in fact, wants to finish the zombie and a guy in the zombie that has been finished and I believe has some attrition on his body. No disrespect to the zombie, but this is Volkanovski's night inside the distance, plus 175. Those are the releases for UFC 273. I hope you all enjoy the fights. Please tell your friends and fellow businessmen to join us next week for the UFC card that will return to the Apex in Las Vegas. I'll be in Las Vegas for that card attending all the festivities and reporting to you directly. So thanks for listening and good luck. Boom! That's it! That is it! Unbelievable! That was insane! You've been 
locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlative... the best sports betting podcast on the board look no further than greenrollmedia.com each and every weekend greenrolls covering the nfl college football and mma better than anyone bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in las vegas that's greenrollmedia.com greenrollmedia.com home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network this episode of the bout business mma podcast is sponsored by manscaped manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man we're talking premium deodorant hydrating moisturizer body wash shampoo and conditioner and even a free gift the power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to manscaped get 20 percent off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LU. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site-wide. Plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LU. 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 20LU.